fervors that ever happied. And why are we so happy tonight? Because we have pervert fervor in the house in the hizzy. Oh, yes, pervert fervor. If you don't know who that is, that means you don't listen to some Call Me Tim on Wednesdays from 2 to 4. Because pervert fervor is the shit and he's gonna be throwing down his shit tonight for you. Pervert fervor backing all of the comedians tonight. Playing beepity boops and background noises for you to... Help make your jokes funnier or do whatever you want to do. It's going to be a fun time. It looks like we're having really long sets tonight because we have very few people signed up on the list. So usually I honk at three, but I'm not honking till four tonight. Not honking till four. Uh, we've got, if you don't know who Pervert Fervor is, that's Timothy Pizza running the ones and twos all night for me and yous. Your first comedian here on the happy hour. Wow, is he a happy fellow. He uh, sometimes wears short shorts and that show off a really uh, amazing uh, moly, 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 moly. I think they call them birthmarks, but it looks like an enormous moly, moly, moly. Uh, I'd be interested to test the hairs that come out of his moly, moly, moly. And right now, you guys are going to love the comedy of your first comedian tonight. It's Brady Holt! That's me. Whoa, calm down, everybody. This is an uproarious crowd. Uh, you guys. Yeah, I had those short shorts uh, stolen. Yeah, I, uh, I had uh, two birds with one stone. Literally, a home invasion and a car invasion because I live in my car. That's right. They uh, they broke my window and stole my clothes. My clean clothes, too. Why couldn't you have stolen my dirty clothes? You know, we could have had a... Could have been an effort there. But yeah, I lost some sexy short fuckboy shorts. And uh, I'll never be the same again. I tried buying some new pants, but, you know, it's not the same. It's not the same, man. It's not the same. I uh, do live in my car. It is fun stuff living in the car. You can park anywhere you want. After dark. You just got to be out before it's light. I've got a bit of a car few. <laughs> yes! Tell you what, guys. Uh, about some of these jokes? Oh. As a, as a comedian... I feel like if uh, if I broke my leg, I shouldn't use a crutch. I should just like get a mic stand and walk around with it like all the time, you know. So I'm just always ready to do a set. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah, broke my leg. Yeah, no worries. No worries here about laughter coming in. Um, you guys know what bay means before anyone else. Beyond anyone else, whatever you want to say, it means your girlfriend, your guy friend, you know, your relationship. Me, personally, I don't have any relationship goals because I'm on a low-carb diet. I can't have any bagels. Bagels, thank you. Stafford gentleman. Dapper gentleman. It is about to transform into a bull. You know, 
I was talking with this gay guy on kick, and he was trying to convince me to uh, let him suck my dick. And I was like, whoa, call me old-fashioned, but uh, I just prefer my blowjobs to be without stubble. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, yeah, just shut the door on comedy. We don't, we don't need... I want to listen, I just don't. <laughs> uh, you guys, I've got a Casio Illuminator here. That's right. This Casio Illuminator, it's waterproof. So if any ladies are into fisting, don't worry, I'm not going to damage my watch. I'm just kidding, you guys. Brady Hold makes all the pussies dry. I never have to worry about that issue of wet pussies. Mmm, comedy. Comedy and music jamming together. Feeling the vibe. Why is it that when I go to 24-hour fitness and I... Oh, yeah. I had a friend who's like, hey, you should stand up and become an activist. Become a protester. I don't know, man, that's not me. And he's like, no, really, you should do it. Speak the truth as it appeals to you. Stand up for yourself. I'm like, no, man, it's not me. No, you need to do this. No, I'm not gonna do it. So I think I just became an activist. Say hi, hydrated, hydrated. I do have a lot of puns in my act. It's true, you could say that when I was a kid, I looked at the jokes on a popsicle stick, and I said, when I grow up, I'm gonna be a comedian with a real popsicle shtick. I'm Brady Hold. Brady Hold, everyone, doing modern dance on his way out. Clap, clap now. Clap for Brady Old and his no keep clapping. Look at his his basically he's a, he's a dancer. I had no idea. I've never seen hip moves like that since I saw Pervert Fervor save that girl from that meth addiction thing in the bathroom at the layover. It was amazing. Brady Hold, everyone, excellent work. It's hard to clap with all the delicious music in the background, isn't it? Uh, hey, everybody, your next comedian is a very helpful dude here at the station. He runs the door and helps out with all kinds of things. Sometimes he brings peanuts, and uh, that's my dinner. I get a nice peanut dinner uh, thanks to this next comedian. You guys are going to love him. Clap wildly for George Davis. Good evening, everybody. I'm just sitting there thinking about bullshit, as I normally do. You know? Trying not to think about the world too much, because the world's all fucked up. But it's always been that way. But uh, I was just thinking about um, how I left my shit. And uh, I was thinking uh, how I rap to this beat. And I'm thinking uh, what I do to this thing. And I'm thinking about a bitch. I'm thinking about bitch-made motherfuckers. I'm thinking about what? Tim and all this shit. What's going on with Tim? 
<laughs> My man's got everything. Not everything. Yes, everything. He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got stuff that keeps the beat moving. He comes up and down and don't leave a shit. He keeps moving and grooving. He don't give a fuck. That's my man Tim. By the way, nobody go near that stool because it's fucking dangerous. It should be called the. Ha- it should have a hazard sign on it. <laughs> if you sit on that motherfucker, you it's a wrap, dog. Just <laughs> anybody bigger than me, and I'm already fucking light enough, right? Anyway, as we sway, how the beat plays, it's so weird. All right, I love this. All right, DJ set. So Jaws, Jaws is the thing I've been thinking about, Jaws 3D especially, cause Jaws 3D fucks with me, and Jaws 3D, the shark starts thinking about Brody, and the shark goes, where the fuck is Brody, and there's no Brody to be found, you go Brody. Who the fuck is Brody? Brody's the guy in the first movie who shoots that fucking shark in the mouth with a fucking rifle. <laughs> so Brody, he, the shark goes looking for Brody in Jaws number three because Brody. <laughs> Brody's looking for that fucking good feeling. But there's no Brody and the shark keeps looking and goes, Brody. Jaws 2, the motherfucking, he goes, hey man, you kill my fucking mother. Hey man, you kill my fucking father. Hey man, I'm looking for Brody. And you know what they said? There's no fucking Brody here, dog. <laughs> he went to SeaWorld. He jumped into SeaWorld. The first killer shark to jump into SeaWorld. He went running. Why? Because he's looking for Brody. And know what he found? Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> if you don't know who Lou Gossett Jr. is, because you're young and don't give a fuck about history, or never decided to watch An Officer and a Gentleman, <laughs> he's the guy that makes Richard Gere do all those fucking push-ups. <laughs> That's... Lou Gusset. <laughs> and I think he's also in Roots. <laughs> but in the end of Jaws 3, where the Jaws says, fuck you, fuck me, there's no Brody. So let's just put this up in your ass. My teeth. He loses. <laughs> I think he gets, he goes, hey, fuck you, fuck everything. You killed my mother and father. There's no Brody, so I'm gonna eat you, Lou Gossett. And Lou Gossett did not go for that shit. <laughs> they threw shit at the screen. Nobody cared. Eventually, I think the Jaws is dead. And then I seen Jaws 4 more. More than I seen 3D. And Jaws 4 fucking sucks. <laughs> that's Jaws in Jamaica. And that time, it's personal. Anyway, I, I don't think there's nothing better I could do than rap on the beat and fucking tell a couple jokes. Nothing's <laughs> nice or wrong with me. I left my notes. So this is perfect as an improv set. So, all right, good night. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> 
George D. Smith breaking down everything happening in Jaws in a beautiful set, rapping the whole time to the beat. You guys can use the music any way you want. I've appreciated how everyone's done it thus far. Let's see if you can work with the architecture as well here at Mutiny Radio. Anybody learn Ann Bogart's seven points? No? Okay, that's cool. Uh, your next comedian. Wow, she is funny as fuck. Uh, I love her and everything she's doing. Uh, she's a super funny lady. You guys can see her all over town. And uh, she's coming up in the world. She's a sleeper hit. You guys are going to love the jokes of Elizabeth Manfield. Thank you. That was such a nice intro. I was looking at Allison like, is it you? It's not. It can't be me. Surely I can't be the funny one here. I literally just came in. I really have to pee. I'm sorry. Um, I have to pee so bad. So do you? This this isn't even a joke, but it might become one. It's just the truth. Like I pee my pants a lot. Like this has been a thing. It's actually kind of been like my whole life. Like I've I have like the bladder control of a woman who's had five children, <laughs> but like I haven't had any children on purpose. Um. And, but like, like I have like, like pee like leaks out of me and I went to the doctor about it and they said that I have, the reason like I, I like pee all the time is that, um, my, my vagina muscles are too tight. Like if you, it's true. Like if you make a muscle, like if your muscles already contracted and then you're like squeeze, squeeze it even harder. There's nowhere for it to go. That's what my vagina muscles are like. So I know it's great. So like it like I'm awesome to have sex with, but I pee all the time. Like it's kind of like a give take. And the doctor was like, we could send you to physical therapy and we can like work it out so like you'll have like more bladder control, but you might not be able to orgasm as easily. And like I've chosen peeing because like I have orgasms very easily and I can have multiple orgasms very easily and I'm choosing that life. So I literally have like peed a little bit in the last 30 seconds and I'm okay with it and I hope you guys are too. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And I'm going to have an orgasm later, probably three. Um, do you guys want to hear a love story? Because it's Valentine's Day week. I'll tell you a love story. I have had a huge crush on this guy at work for like six months. Like I have been obsessed with him. I think he's my husband. I'm convinced we're going to get married. I just, I'm in love with him. I'm a little bit of a stalker about him. He doesn't know about the peeing yet. Um, he doesn't also know about the orgasms yet. But uh, I finally got this guy to ask me out. And I've been like, I've been like trying to flirt with him on our, like our internal messaging service, like, um, like our chat thing. So I finally got him to ask me out. So the day of our date, I was so excited. I like did my hair. I like wore a new outfit. I had everything. I shaved my bikini line, like just in case. And he like sends me a chat at like 4.30 and he's like, hey, should we just meet up in the lunchroom and get coffee? And I was like, oh, oh, this is a nice slow start. Like let's, you know, it's a work relationship. Like gotta take it slow. So we meet up, we're having coffee. And we're sitting there in the lunchroom and I'm all like, so like, what do you do on the weekends? Like, what do you like to do for fun? And he's like, what's the best way to work with your team? Like, should I go through you or was that that moment that I realized like I was on a date, but he was in a meeting <laughs> and we both knew it. 
<laughs> and now I'm like so embarrassed. I see him all the time now. And I'm just, I don't even know what to say to him. But like, I, he came up for me on Bumble. And I'm so delusional about this guy. I still swiped right. And I check every day to see if he swiped right back on me. And he hasn't yet. And I know it's all right. Don't feel bad for me. You guys, I can have three orgasms in like two minutes. It's okay. But I have to wear like panty liners because I pee all the time. It's fine. It's okay. It's totally fine. Um, no, I have actually been like kind of seeing somebody that I met on a dating app, which is crazy. Um, and he asked me to go to Tahoe with him last weekend, which sent me into like a tailspin panic. Not because it was going to be like too much intimacy, but because the first time a girl goes away with a guy for a weekend is just an exercise in figuring out secret places to poop. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is like this, but like, I can't be in an intimate situation with a guy where he can know yet. Like, it's too early for him to know yet that like I have actual bodily functions. So I told him that I was like gonna go out for a jog one morning. I was like, I should jog. And I like literally like ran to Safeway and took a dump and came back. I was like, I just don't do that. <laughs> that actually happened. And the other part, I literally like I've spent the night with this guy like four times now and I've never slept because I'm so afraid that I'm gonna fart in my sleep which is like a girl's worst nightmare and like usually when you first start dating someone you're drinking a lot and like drinking makes you fart and or makes me fart at least and so I'll be like half sleeping and like the worst thing happened the other the last time I slept them like I woke up because I farted a little bit. Like it woke me up. And like the 30 seconds between the fart and what happens next is the most terrifying 30 seconds in a woman's life. Because it like it came out, it was like And I was like, is he gonna wake up? Is it gonna smell? Am I gonna have to tuck the blankets around him like a cocoon so he doesn't know? And that was terrifying and that's all I have for you tonight. Okay, I'm Elizabeth, thank you. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Elizabeth Mansfield, like right she's now. gonna fart and pee a little bit into her baby diaper that she wears on her all the time. Yay! Multiple orgasms forever. Yay! Elizabeth Mansfield. I love the intimacy that happens here at the happy hour, and then we get to know which women can uh, have multiple orgasms, you know, for the future. Guys, take notes, you know, what's happening here at the... I'm so glad that our 5,000 listeners online are taking notes about Elizabeth Mansfield. Look her up on Facebook. She can have multiple orgasms. It's exciting. Your next comedian, I don't even know how to move in. I, there's no way to do a segue into our next comedian. Uh, we're going for multiple orgasms to multiple, um, I don't know, bags of sand on the beach uh, because he built his own house and lives like a, a vagabond. Uh, sometimes he wears shoes. That's exciting. Sometimes he wears a gorilla outfit. Either way, he's always funny. Everybody clap wildly for Will the Beast. Thanks, Pam. Uh, Elizabeth, I just want to say uh, your the, that might not be peed. Those might be tears. Your vagina might be crying. You might be overthinking, overanalyzing some things. Vagina whispers know certain things. I don't know. But uh, hello, people. Um, I'm going to start with a story. True story. Actually happened. Uh, I was driving a car. That actually happened. And uh, and uh, I was on the highway, and um, a cop pulled me over. Pulled over, 
And a uh, cop came to the car. He's like, license, registrants on me. He said, no problem. Uh, let me get the numbers. You know, I give him all the numbers. Goes to his car. There for a couple seconds. Then he comes back. He's like, uh, why don't you give me those numbers one more time? I give him the numbers. Goes back to his car. Comes back to my car. He goes, give me those numbers one more time. I'm like, no. I already gave them to you twice. Why don't you tell me the numbers you got, and I'll tell you if you're right. Gives me the numbers. I'm like, yeah, that's me. He goes, he's puzzled. And I go, what is it? And he goes, well, according to my computer, it's telling me that you're black. And I'm like, nah, no, I'm not black. And uh, he's like, look, I'm not going to give you a ticket today. But what I would do if I was you, I would go right down to the DMV and get this straightened out. And I'm like, of course, officer. Of course. Drives off. And then I'm like, doesn't this guy, doesn't guy know anything? Like, once you go black, you don't go back, right? I'm like, fuck that shit. Uh, that's fucking, these white cops, I don't get them. Uh, so, uh, speaking of cops, uh, a dream of mine almost happened uh, the other day. Like, it was so close to, like, actually being reality. I was walking down um, <clears throat> A Street, right? And I'm um, headed towards the brainwash. And there's this fire engine truck coming up. And it's like, got its lights on and everything. And it pulls right over by the federal building. And I'm like, oh, yes. But no, it kept fire. I thought the federal building was on fire. Hey, we all got our dreams. I don't know. So uh, I had to give up loving on my family. It happens. Not that I don't love them. But like I had to give up loving my family so I could love the world more. And uh, it's been working out. Because when I was loving my family, I never got laid by any of them. But now that I'm loving the world, numbers are going up, people. Uh, let's see. So I was, uh, I was on my way over here today, and I saw this car pull up fast, parked. Driver got out of, the, out of her driver's seat, jumped in the passenger seat right on the dude, started grinding away, and I was like, the only thing that popped in my head was like, damn. This Uber's driver is definitely going to get her five stars. Uh, so, I don't know if I just want to dance the rest of this night away or fucking tell one more joke. Um, oh, so, it's really good that we're all getting on the same page. A lot of marijuana shops now. Marijuana's legalizing in all these states. I think that's really good. In fact... There are even cops who own marijuana shops now. That's true. And I, I think it's all great because I think we all should participate. But uh, I think they should just call it what it is, an evidence locker. And the last thing I wanted to say, since it is national legalizing at some point, we are going to get there. I think this is the first time, people, 
in the history of this planet that we are almost all on the same page. Stupid. All right, that's my time, people. Thank you very much. Clap for wildebeest and clap for pervert fervor Running the ones and twos the entire time here for me's and you's Don't you love those beepity boops? Beepity boop boop Alright, your next comedian He's another funny man He's been hanging out here He's a young dude But he's making audiences laugh all over the Bay Area Clap your hands wildly right now For Zach Pierce What's up, everyone? What's up? Sorry, I got a tripod. Tripod on the wire. Right on. Right on. So uh, I have a bit of a, a Woody Allen brain. Like I, I'm kind of Jewy, and I love complaining and stuff like that. It's very fun for me. Like, I don't like uh, how we're using that term, bless you. It really irritates me. Like, we're using it on a sneeze. Out of all the bodily functions, really, a sneeze. Like, to me, a sneeze feels good. It's like a release, like a cum shot out of my nose. I don't need anyone uh, to make sure I'm okay when I'm sneezing. Like, what about coughing? Coughing's a pretty horrible bodily function. Everyone's always quiet when that happens, right? Like, the other day, I was in Target walking down aisle three, and this guy was coughing himself to death. And I could tell the vibe was like, can you just go home and die? Getting a sick with your coughing. I don't know. Here's a suggestion. I think we should use the term bless you in a different setting, like the public restroom. Like if you hear someone dropping a deuce. As soon as you hear the splash, bless you. Because that's a vulnerable moment when your pants are down in public. I know I could use a bless you then. Uh, I like sports. My favorite sport is MMA, mixed martial arts. Two savages getting in the cage, trying to kill each other. It's great. Uh, I actually wanted to be an MMA fighter. That was my first dream. I did some of the training uh, for a little bit. Not like too intense. Like I was like sparring against like San Jose's finest engineers at like 60%. Uh, but when I was training, my main strength was getting injured. They called me Mr. Glass because I broke easy. That's not a good nickname. Like, MMA fighters have names like Bonesaw and, like, Skull Crusher, and then Mr. Glass. Kick my ass. Yeah. That would not be good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, things have been going well for me, though, recently. Uh, I have a girlfriend now, which is uh, just, like, an endless road of like, infinity miles better than just being alone and jerking it everyone every guy's been there yeah yeah it's just horrible but like you know i don't really have a lot of money so i can't like get a hotel for us for the night so lately we've just been doing it at hotel prius in the back of the car uh but uh it's kind of uncomfortable there not gonna lie in the back of a prius you just have to climb through from the front to the back it's not glamorous at all and then i i drive for lyft also so the next day, my customers don't know that they're sitting on love and passion and whatever comes out of a vagina, so maybe you shouldn't have deleted Uber. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like doing comedy. It's cool. But uh, I don't like how in comedy it's like totally glamorized to like just shit on yourself. Like people love like to see comedians just say like the worst things about themselves. Like I can't get laid. Like I got fired. Like my wife hates me. You know what I mean? No one wants to see a comedian say like I'm succeeding very well right now. Like, <laughs> people want to see a comedian miserable because it makes themselves feel better. Because we like seeing people just eat shit. So yeah, like world star hip hop, people getting knocked out when they don't want to. You know, <laughs> it's hilarious. And then you know, comedians bearing their soul just shitting on themselves, low self-esteem. It's very entertaining for people in the audience. It's horrible, but that's just uh, human nature, I guess. We love to see people lose, because we all are losing. So uh, when you lose, I win, I guess, is our uh, mentality. It's a shitty TED talk on <laughs> fucking <laughs> glamorizing shitting on yourself. Uh, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all I have. Bye. Goodbye. Give it up for your host. Zach Pierce, everyone. Shitting on himself. Being philosophical. Yay. You know, it all sounds better with pervert fervor behind you, actually. Like, like there's so many peepity boops, uh, and it's very, very exciting. A lot of... I feel like if Elizabeth Mansfield's pussy could talk, it would sound like this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, like a lot of dubstep. She's like, get in here, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some dubstep inside, friends. These are all things from 1987. That makes it even better. I bet Elizabeth Mansfield was born in 1987. She looks so young and lovely. Really? Her, her pussy isn't as old as you think it is, but it's still peas. Uh, your next comedian makes me laugh because his last name is perfect for a comedian. And I kind of want him to change his name to like Cunty instead of just what it is. You guys are going to love the comedy of your next comedian. He's a new guy, but he's really, really, really funny. Everybody clap wildly for Martin Cunny! <laughs> Is he here? He's not here yet, is he? I'm a jerk. Dang it. He pre-signed. He's one of the pre-signs. I know one of the other pre-signs, though. This guy. Now, this guy. You guys are ready for a treat. He's going to work with the music, I think, in a great way because he usually strangles people in the dark to this noise. So I think you guys are going to really love him, and he's going to work really well with the sound right now. Clap your hands wildly for Ken Suzuki. Thank you. My name is Ken Suzuki. I drive a Toyota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to do a showcase recently. You ever bomb so hard you wonder if you'll be charged with war crimes? <laughs> I'm liking the remix. Uh, as a comic, I'm not much of a one-liner. I'd rather snort the whole eight ball in one sitting. Never had whiskey dick in my entire life. 
I have had cocaine anus though. Really throwing me off. Ugh. But my gender may be fluid. My sex is hard. There's been a lot of talk about building a border by our wall. That's what I said. Because the way I look at it, borders are like assholes. They're meant to be penetrated every once in a while. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all races, all races gape. A rosebud by any other race would still be the color of uncooked meat. Fisting, say what you want about it, it can get deep. I don't know why I'm forgetting my entire set. I'm in a polyamorous relationship, which means I am seeing her and all of her issues. I've never been able to write a good sex joke to completion. And I'm terrible at hooking up with people. My one night stands are more like a bed and breakfast. We've all heard this expression, haven't we? Case of the Mondays. Maybe it's not a case of the Mondays. Maybe it's a case of you have a depressing life. Keep that in mind though, if ever you're feeling down. It's not you, it's life. It will be over eventually. And don't feel obligated to stay to the end either. The beauty about being alive is knowing that you always have that option to walk out. Now the hardest part about writing a good suicide joke is the follow through. I'm not a very involved parent. I only have one kid in like three states. And now I'm hiding out in California. In my defense, I'm pro-choice. They chose wrong. BDSM, the only context in this day and age where it's still acceptable to have a slave. Domestic violence is wrong. It is wrong to hit or abuse your partner in any way without a safe word. Now, for those of you in this audience that don't know what a safe word is, a safe word is that fine line between foreplay and a human rights violation. It's the difference between 50 shades of gray and 50 shades of Abu Ghraib. Thank you. Yay! Yay! Kansuzuki! 
Wow. Ken Suzuki's set was, not that your set was vastly improved by everything, because I love your set anyways, but it, I feel like with that music, you should listen to it. I feel like, wow. It really helped those one-liners move to fruition. Uh, everybody clap wildly for perver fervor. You guys are like, all right, enough beepity boops. No, it really, it really does work. It's gonna, it's gonna be happening. It's the second show of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival on day three, and it is the live music backed by Pervert Fervor. It's gonna be hosted by uh, Jesus. You better work. So it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> Get your tickets now. Your next comedian. Now here's a super funny guy. He is. Uh, he shows up everywhere. He's getting a law degree. I can't wait to see. He's going to be like the new Kardashian, except he'll be telling jokes and saving someone from murdering their wife or something. I don't know what's going to happen. But you guys are going to love your next comedian. Clap wildly for Sid Singh. Sid Singh. He's here still, isn't he? Did he leave? Martin Cunney's not here yet. It's okay. We can sing a little song. He said, what happened to Sid Singh? He signed up. I don't know what's good. Is Brandon Brandon Stokes is here? I heard him laugh just now. All right, your next comedian. You guys are in for a motherfucking treat. In fact, because Sid Singh isn't here, we're gonna give him an extra two minutes because he's worth it. You guys are gonna love your next comedian. Clap wildly for Brandon Stokes. What's up, bitches? Yeah. Uh, not much, just eating chips and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, okay. Um, I don't know. Um, recently, or I don't know, with over like the past year or so, uh, I lost a bunch of weight and I found out, stop it, I'm not in some fucking 80s bulimic chick, all right? Lost a bunch of weight. Uh, what I found out about myself is what I turned to, uh, that I was actually a fat person, right? Because I know that now because I'm now a large black man. And it's completely different, <laughs> right? Like at one point, I've been calling fucking white people goofy ass crackers for a long time. And no one's ever took it serious when it was a big fat motherfucker because it was just like goofy cracker and it was just like ha 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 silly fat man. But now it's like, oh, well, I don't know. He might actually chase me up and down the streets. <laughs> That's not what the fuck I do this shit for. I think it's kind of, I don't know. It's a rude awakening. Now you be more cautious. Like at one point, they'd be like, well, we're not really afraid of you. As long as you're an arm's length away, we can call the cops and just move this way. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, I've been working recently. Uh, I've been working at a, uh, at a for the temp service. You know, I don't know if you guys know what temp service is because you might be like good people with like real jobs and stuff. But basically, a temp service is like, hey, we'll give these jobs to the people who are either a uh, felons or b uh, people who don't really want jobs. And uh, you might be thinking, which one are you? And I have to say that. I have never uh, sold drugs and got caught doing that. So, 
So I'm just a lazy person. I like to uh, refer to it in French term as like uh, an entrepreneur. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems like five days a week, I got to come to work all five days a week unless you say that I don't have to come. I don't know. That's a big commitment. What happens when I black out and smash my Xbox? I got to find one on Craigslist that's probably like $25 and have to fix it myself. I got other shit to do. I don't have time for work. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like a fucking baby bottle or something, dude. Nice. What is it? Uh, whiskey. Is it whiskey? Yeah. Boom. I know my flavors, dude. It's like a $10 drink at Trader Joe's. But it wouldn't be a whale. It's like a price. Nice. All right. As a, as a, as a lazy worker, lazy person who doesn't want to work, uh, my natural enemy at work are uh, people who run at work. <laughs> Like, like I said that to one of my friends and she was like, she worked at an elementary school and she was like, you're a dick. I run at school with children. And I'm like, I'm not talking about you, right? I'm talking about like the person is like, hey, uh, do you know where the box cutter is? And he's like, yeah, the box cutter is, I'll get it for you. And then he just like goes into the house, oh fuck, where is it? Oh, there it is. And then he comes back, like here's your box cutter. I don't have, come on, that's bullshit, I don't know. That's just something I was just thinking of. I hate everybody that runs at these stupid jobs. <laughs> What's up, dude? Want some chips? Fine. Uh, uh, since I've been in, I'm from Southern Illinois, uh, since I've been in California, I've been doing things that I didn't do back in Southern Illinois, uh, like, I drink coffee now, right? Uh, I was going into a liquor store and uh, I came out with a cup of coffee and it was a crackhead outside of the liquor store. He looked at me, he goes, are you drinking coffee? Well, that's way too strong for me. I said, like, you know what's too strong for me? Crack, nigga. If I ever see a crackhead drinking a cup of decaf, I'ma punch him in his fucking chest. Like, like, what do you mean? You smoke crack all day, but you're afraid of a couple Folgers? Get some consistency in your life. Hmm. Uh, I know my time's coming. Sorry, it's something quick. What's something quick? All right, cool. All right, thank you. It was. It, it wasn't. It, it hasn't been good, Sid. It's fine. It's, it's been all right. It's been fine. All right. I'm, I know. I'm just. Come on. All right. Uh, I've been watching a lot of wrestling, like as of recently, and like it's kind of weirds me out that people here don't really like wrestling that much. I think it's fucking awesome, but I don't really choose to fight this fight because all it ends up is me like yelling, just like, "What? You don't know about Mister." And they were like, of course not, dude. <laughs> right. uh, I was watching wrestling, and what I realized is that is uh, very racist, like the old wrestling, very racist. Uh, what I learned about myself is if uh, no one looks like me in a situation, 
I don't really know how to feel about this shit. I don't know. I don't know. If there was like an old Asian man out fighting an Indian woman, then I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Step in. I don't know. Throw in a knife or some shit like that. This is going to be great. I don't know why people get into this shit. Like I fucking have like altercations with the people who I get Chinese food from and they don't give me good service ever, even though I've been frequenting these places for years. And they're like, you should chill out. And I'm like, you should watch me flip this fucking table and be high. I did it. You were there for this shit. Be glad you were there for this shit. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, like, example, every now and again, some person will come up to me and I'll be like, you want to hear a joke about Polish people? And I'll be like, uh, fuck yeah, I do. Right? And I'll just be like, how many Polacks does it take to screw in a light bulb? And then they just finish the joke. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> but the point is, uh, I don't even know what a Polak is. <laughs> But it's funny every fucking time. <laughs> every time. Yes. Uh, like, I had a friend uh, who's Venezuelan, and he absolutely hates Colombian people. Like, we watched Scarface once, and he was just like, those are Colombians. They'll fucking slit your throat when they're out looking. And I was like, really? Tell me more. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Uh, once they got into a stupid fight outside of a bar over nothing really too important, just you know, Colombian Venezuelan stuff. <laughs> and they got into a fight outside of the bar, and everybody was confused. It's like, yo, what's going on here? These guys are really angry at each other. And then, like, you know, nobody said anything. We all just kind of look at each other. And then eventually, a lady just walks up and was like, uh, Apparently, uh, those two Mexican guys got into a scuffle. <laughs> uh huh. huh. And some people are like, oh man, we know the difference between Colombians and Venezuelans when we see them. And for you, I say, uh, good on you, you're a fucking angel. And. It <laughs> um, Alright, well, I got the honk thingy, and um, I have to go now. So, um,. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Brandon Stokes, listen to him and go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I'm very much enjoying uh, this crazy background music. I listen to a lot of Pervert Fervor while I'm trying to get emails done, and I find it very relaxing, all the beepity boops. Uh, we're going to hopefully find, you will not find the comedy of your next comedian relaxing. <laughs> uh, he's going to be great, and he's going to make you laugh, and you guys are going to be totally into it. He's a new guy, but he's very, very funny. Everybody put your hands together for Martin Cunney. this one right now all right so you know it's a lot of rain going on right now it reminds me of sunnier days you know uh, a couple weeks a couple months ago I was out in the park it was really warm so <clears throat> I was uh, <clears throat> I was enjoying a popsicle you know and uh, it was weird because this lady comes up to me and you know I was just thinking to myself it's the 21st century no one should be acting like this she comes up to me and says sir could you Stop eating that popsicle like that. I said, what are you talking about? Like, stop eating that popsicle like that. There's there's children around. You know, it's it's very indecent of you. I said, lady, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to, you know, enjoy this popsicle. It's 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 very warm out, she said. I know you're I know it's warm. I know it's probably very tasty. 
But could you quit uh, dethroating it and spitting on it and using your hands? And I said, no, I can't because that's the way I have to eat popsicles because I was raised Irish and I was made to eat a lot of potatoes growing up and potatoes weaken your teeth. I can't just bite through this popsicle, it hurts my teeth, okay? She said, okay, fine, I'll accept this retort. But do you have to moan so loud when you're, when you're eating it? I said, no, because it excites me sexually. It's not a gay thing, it's just a byproduct. I don't have any control over it. Um, I'm trying to get back in the dating scene and it's really tough and honestly, I just want to have sex. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, got, I got out of a long-term relationship recently and it's just like, all right, I need that steady stream back in my life, but it's tough, you know? No one's just offering it up out there. It's, you got to get after it yourself. So I went on one of these dating sites that's like, uh, you know, those kinky type dating sites, right? And the real problem is that, you know, you go out there and everyone wants a dick pic. And dick pics are not easy, you know? Some people, I don't get it. They make it look easy, you know? I'm trying to figure out, like, what angle is going to be, like, my good angle. Like, how do girls figure that out when, like, you know, they take, like, a million pictures before they figure out their good angle, and then they do it every single time. Like, I haven't figured out my good dick pic angle yet. Like, I tried it from the top down, but then you just get, like, you can just see the flat, t the spare tire I got going on, and that's not a good look. And then I tried, like from the side but it's just it's just not unless you're like rocking the fucking anaconda down there that's not like the right way to go and then i try to do it from below but my arm's too short so it just looks like a big like fleshy mass right in front of you so i bought a selfie stick i tried to use that and then i thought okay this is it this is finally it i've got the good shot and then i take a look at it and you can just see my face like peeking out right behind it i realized i'd photobomb my own dick pic and it's I, I haven't figured it out yet i'm still working on it um i think it's weird how many people here have uh, been around the castro a little bit a little bit right and have uh has anyone else noticed uh a lot of gay couples there tend to look a lot alike when i say a lot alike i mean two men they're dating each other that could be twins like fraternal twins like it's kind of scary kind of weird you don't see that right it's just kind of a weird thing you don't see that in straight couples you know i just gotta wonder what these guys were thinking of themselves like they were watching the movie silence of the lambs one day and they got to that scene where buffalo bill's dancing by himself and he's going would you fuck me i'd fuck me that fucked me so hard. And some guy was just watching that and was like, yeah. Yeah, I totally would fuck me. I don't know if these guys are gay or just like really, really vain. <laughs> I, I could imagine doing that. Like, I would be checking out some chick and be like, oh, yeah, she looks great. I bet she's got some real nice cankles under those jeans. Yeah. She looks like she has poor, poor shoulder flexibility and needs help scratching her back. I could get into that. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone tells you to live by the golden rule. You know, do to others as you would have done unto your, do to, uh, do to yourself or whatever, right? I don't like that. No one likes all the same shit. I think it's a very presumptuous thing to do. Like, I hate it when, uh, I don't want people holding the door open for me. Because you know what happens is it always happens too fucking early. And then I got to do that little fucking Quasimodo shuffle over them. Like, 
Yeah, I'll be there in a second. I'm hurrying up for you. Anal? I don't want anal. Don't do it to me. I'm sorry. And it's not like I don't... I don't know if I'd enjoy like the prostate feeling of that. I just know that it's a war zone down there. And I don't want anyone else involved. Until they invent a power washer bidet, just stay away. It's a biohazard. That's it for me, guys. Thanks a lot. Martin Tunney and his anal biohazard. Sounds like a really great new band to me. Yeah! Your next comedian is just a lovely lady, just a wonderful human being, completely hilarious. I mean, she, no, she really is. She's just really the, the nicest person. I have nothing to say. She's so funny and nice. Like, you really are. You're a sweet individual. Like, usually girls, like, I hate them because I'm like, fuck them. You're just, you're just a really nice lady. And then you tell funny jokes. There's... She's really great. You guys can see her all over the entire Bay Area. Clap wildly right now for Allison Hooker. Thank you, Pam. I mean, I couldn't have the patience to put up with comedians the way that you do, so. (laughs) I'm not that nice, not as nice as you are. Martin, I don't think that gay guys look alike. I think that they just look clean. They just groom themselves. That's what you're mistaking it for. Like, look at all these guys grooming themselves. That's, I think, what it is. I actually, I work in the Castro. I just came from the Castro. Um, and there was a protest going on today. I mean, surprise, surprise. There's a protest every day, right? But uh, I was standing there, like, kind of watching the protest pass by. And as the protesters passed, there was a cop behind them. And the cop was like, if you're not part of the parade, please clear the streets. <laughs> I said, dude, it's not a fucking parade. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's in the Castro. Everyone's dressed up like giant vaginas. Like, not my president. It's not a fucking parade. It's still a protest. Like, take us seriously, you know? So I told the cop, I was like, dude, it's not a parade. It's a protest. He was like, a protest where? Behind the parade? I was like, no, dude. (laughs) And then just like a float of dicks came by. And I was like, okay, look, it's still a, okay. A lot of protests. actually I there's someone walking by with a sign that said black lives matter and now because the North Dakota access pipelines the thing again someone else had a sign that said water is important and I was just like god damn we're really breaking it down for people aren't we <laughs> just I don't know let's just I'm gonna have a sign like birds have beaks <laughs> how basic you know I guess like I have a dream was just way too complex for people to understand so now we have black lives matter and water is important. And then some asshole on the other side of the street has his sign, just all elements are important. So you guys, I grew up in Hafen Bay, you know where that is? Fucking name dropping, right? (laughs) Yeah, Hafen Bay is like 30 minutes south of here on the coast, it's a privileged town, a white town, very white town. Um, So you guys can imagine there's a lot of white on white crime that goes down there. Just, you know, biking through stop signs without stopping. HOA violations. You know, borrowing someone's Mercedes and not filling it up. Lots of white on white crime. Um, but, and like the town is so small, you can't even make like yo mama jokes, you know? You're like, yo mama is Miss Johnson. She does my dad's investment properties. She's a real estate agent. Does <laughs> too much, you know? Like yo mama's, fuck my mama. This town is really small. Uh, but even so, there's still like people that like rep the place. There was a kid I went to high school with and he tattooed the area code of Half Moon Bay on his neck. Just 
just in old English, <laughs> you know, repping Half Moon Bay. And then the area code changed. Um, so he got the new area code. He's like, fuck that, you know, like I'm super local. He's got the new area code and then some arrows like showing how long he's been living there. Then he was like, no, fuck that. My great grandfather's from Half Moon Bay. So he got like his grandfather's whole fucking phone number. like, like a whole directory really on his neck. <laughs> It's like a quarter page ad for a dentist on the other side. <laughs> like a blue section for government stuff. Ridiculous. We've got rivals like Mill Valley. Like, fuck you, Mill Valley. Our main street is three blocks longer. We got two craft stores, bitch. Thug life. Oh, that's pretty much all I have to say, you guys. Happy Friday. Thank you, Pam. Allison Hooker, everyone! From Half Moon Bay, the biggest pumpkins come from Half Moon Bay. Every year they put the big pumpkin outside the Ritz. <laughs> outside, it's so fun. Uh, my best friend's rich, and I used to get to go every year to the Half Moon Bay Ritz-Carlton, and wow, was that a lot of fun. Their club rooms, I wish I... I remember being rich. It was so nice having, knowing people with money. All right, your next comedian someday will have money. We should stay in touch because he's going to be a lawyer someday. You guys are going to love him. Everybody, it's Sid Singh. Oh, we made it to me. Uh, Allison, I feel like we should just tell people you're a Syrian refugee, you know? Because, like, you could pass looks-wise, and you're just so well-adjusted for a Syrian refugee, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, well, she's a pretty lady. She does stand-up. Like, she's not a terrorist. What were we thinking? Like, right, yeah, it's like we should let more of them in. I feel like that's the moral thing to do. But was it, and see, Syrian refugees, they'll even date Syrian Americans. It's like the positives never end. They get along. <laughs> America, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm in this weird situation. I talked about a little bit last night, what you call. Uh, I'm dating this girl and I need to break up with her, but I'm struggling to have the courage to do that because she's just so hot. I don't know. I, there's, no, there's no other way to put it. Like she, Here's the thing. It's just like I like her so much more than she likes me, but the fact that she likes me at all is so surprising that I'm like, I should just stick it out. You know, I should just like, let's roll the dice on this one. And it's so awkward. I... I had like a friend who I've been talking to about our relationship and she was just like, are you just with her because you want someone? And it's like, no, I'm with her because I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand why she's with me. And I, I just, I'm just, I just want to see what happens next. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be terrible. I can't help but get invested because I can't help but be curious. Does that, you know, like, it's almost like at, at the same time, like, you know, she could like, Stab me and I was just be like, ah, but what a great butt, you know? Like it's like it was, I don't know. I just it's it's weird because normally, I mean, I don't know how it is for you, Cole, but like for me as a stand-up, like people will be like, oh, you probably get women all the time after shows. And just like, no, not at all. I like even if I do my hour show, most of the time the people who come up to me afterwards are just like four chubby dudes, you know? Who are just like, we want to do what you do. And I just had to be like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, you dummy. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I, it's, it looks like, I don't know. I, I, she's an artist, so we should break up just to be economically responsible. You know what I mean? 
Because it's like two people with dreams, and like if, like if one of us, if one of our dreams doesn't die, we will just both die. You know what I mean? Like that's how it works. Like I'm not gonna be a lawyer. I'm in law school, but I'm never gonna be a lawyer. <laughs> I'm just gonna be in debt. Like that's all I've done to myself. I don't have the desire to do it, uh, which is uh, just blows everyone's mind, I guess. Because well, here's the thing: so everyone like is always like, "Oh, you're in law school. You probably you have that's comedy right there. You probably get a lot of bits." And like, not really. The only thing I've learned from being in law school is that most lawyers are monsters. Like it just, and like it makes sense because law school teaches you to be a monster. Like that's like you. Is that, I feel like I'm getting heckled by the music right now. All right. Monsters. It's monsters. Yeah, yeah. It's mon. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'll take all compliments. Uh, man. Okay. Real quick. I want to. I want to talk about something that's happened to me today. Uh, which is, I really want to see that movie, The Great Wall. And I know that I shouldn't. I should be like, Hey, that movie's terrible. But like, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Uh, everyone's always like, oh, they always cast a white dude in the lead of these movies, and it's awful. What no one ever mentions, though, is like all of those movies, pretty entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, I understand that if they made a biopic about me, they would whitewash me. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and like Tom Cruise would play me as like a 17-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand that. I get it. But I'll tell you what, it'd be a fucking better movie. I don't, I know you're not allowed to say that. You're supposed to be like, nah, man, it, it's got to be. Some Indian guy, I don't know, Aziz has to play me in the movie. But no, I would rather have fucking 80-year-old Tom Cruise be like, Yay, it's me in college. Like, I just, I can't. One, two, three, four. What's up? Said Aziz is too thin. Oh, well, he would have to put on some pounds for the role. Come on. I'm not going to be famous for another 20 years, all right? That'll be time for him to be like, hey, Aziz. You've done it all, but do you want that Oscar, though, bro? <laughs> They're like, then you gotta eat. And I was like, all right. Because uh, let's be honest, like, The Last Samurai is an offensive idea, but it's a great movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's a dope. I would give that movie all the awards. Like, I. Yeah, and again, like, you know, it's wrong. Like, if you're a Japanese person, you're like, yo, fuck that movie. I'm like, you were right. I'm gonna still watch it, though. I'm not. <laughs> It's, you know what it's like? It's like, you guys remember that thing, the fappening? There was this thing on, on in the, uh, Pam doesn't know, uh, there was a thing on the internet where like they just hacked into all these celebrities' phones and they stole all their nudes and they put them online and everyone was like, that's horrible, that's offensive, fuck anyone who does that. And I was like, you know what, you were right. That is an invasion of privacy. I'm still gonna jerk off to these pictures, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you think I never wanted to see Jennifer Lawrence? Listen, listen, I also wish I could see Jennifer Lawrence's tits in, you know, reasonable ways, but this is... But let's be realistic, I'm gonna have to go to Reddit. Like, it's just way... <laughs> and this is my chance. I don't know, I... Like, I can agree with you and still do the wrong thing. Like, do you understand? I wish there was a better way to... Uh, I don't know. I, oh, this is, uh... I, I did DMT recently. Uh, uh, sort of. I sort of did DMT recently. Which is to say, I, I did DMT, and as I was doing DMT, I realized I've never actually done any drugs with a vape. And I was vaping it, but I found out I don't know how to vape. Uh, because I don't inhale. I thought I've been inhaling this whole time. If you have ever given me weed, I want you to know I have been wasting your weed. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. I all I've been doing is like, and that's it. And it's just it turns out that's all. I'm, but as you think, like that's I don't know if you heard what I did. I was just like that. That's not smoking. Turns out it's like a Lamaze class <laughs> more than it's anything else. All right, guys. Thank you. Peace. Sit, sing, everyone. We're, he's going to do some DMT and have sex with Jennifer Lawrence. That's what's going to happen in the next 24 hours, everybody. Sid Sing, yeah! You're actually last comedian of the night because uh, this is this is it. He's uh, a lovely human being. He's tall and wonderful and very funny. He's good at all kinds of comedy, and you're going to enjoy him right now. Everybody clap wildly for Cole Chapman! Thank you. I also want to see that movie for some reason. Why do we want to see this movie? <laughs> like, it looks so objectively terrible, but when I'm like, mm, big iguanas, you say. <laughs> like, they're killing a bunch of people? All right. Slow-mo arrow shots and stuff in 3D, I hope. I hope it's in 3D. There's some, there's some crazy-ass music you've been playing here. I've almost felt like I want to rap, but then I don't want to out myself as being the whitest man ever. No, there are enough people here where they'd, be, they'd come to me later like, I remember that uh, years ago. That's why I'm not going to help you out in your career. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You remember that terrible freestyle? Like, yeah, I do. Uh, all right. All right. What are we going to talk about? Um, this joke is kind of over because uh, Sid and I were on this, uh, this Jeff Sessions show, so I wrote a joke on Tuesday about Jeff Sessions and then figured I'd, that'd be the only time I told it, but I like doing the accent, so I'll do it here. Uh, <laughs> Um, everyone's upset about Jeff Sessions coming in, uh, and like, you know, the whole administration, right? You know, but I, I kind of feel weird talking shit about it because ultimately I'm not threatened in really any way, <laughs> except for like my weed habit. You know, everyone's like, my rights are going to get taken away. I'm like, wait, I got to go back to a high school parking lot and start hitting up kids again. They're like, dude, you can... I got some beer, you got some bud, let's do this, you know? Uh, and that's that's a, that's a discouraging thing. But the thing about Jeff Sessions, though, is he would be great minus all the racist stuff, uh, mostly because there's nothing better than a Southern attorney. Like, that is a great, they're so adorable. They're all whimsical and shit. Everybody wants a Jewish attorney for some reason, but I like the idea of a Southern attorney because they just walk out and they have this like fun way about themselves. They're like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, hmm. I am but a humble man from Alabama. And if I know two things for sure, it is number one, that my mother makes the sweetest strawberry rhubarb pies. And number two, black people should serve more severe sentences. You're like, what? <laughs> like, wait, hey, hold on. What was that last thing? He's like, what about the strawberry rhubarb pie? <laughs> no, the, whatever. Um, yeah, that was fun. I like doing that. I do, like, it's fun. I, I, you know what, I, I will keep you. I got four more years, I guess, of that, right? All right, let's move on to uh, some other stuff. I'm doing a roast soon, so I'm gonna try out some roast jokes on you. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I I, I'm glad I pointed my recorder at you at that point. I'll take that uh, thing. Okay. I'm doing a roast to uh, Jenny Hogan. We're all familiar with Jenny Hogan, right? Um, all right. She's moving to New York. So, guys, uh, I know. Crazy, right? Uh, Does she think she's going to be famous in New York? Is she really that insane? Well, Is she that delusional that she thinks she's going to move to New York and be famous right well, now? Well, I'll tell you. She has a boyfriend? I'm glad that Timothy Pizza's making dick-sucking movements because I'm like, does she think she's going to go get famous? <laughs> 
It's cool. I'm glad that it's, my set was. Sorry. No, no, I'll give you extra time. No, I'm fine. just saying. Like, <laughs> it's like I this didn't is a weird know. hijack. <laughs> it's like, I'm supposed to be doing the roasting here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Suddenly, like, I got this. <laughs> I got all these roast jokes. You want some, bro? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I got. I'm pulling. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, no, speaking of that, Jenny Hogan, she's moving to New York to become a star, but everybody knows she already is one. She's bright red, gassy, and a billion years from blowing up. Uh, Jenny has an eye twitch. It's constantly trying to close and open on her. Uh, even Jenny's own eyes can't stand to watch her act. Uh, Jenny, I know, you, I know you don't have a dick, uh, but sometimes I wish you did just to see how long it'd take before Jeff Dean sucked it dry. Uh, Jenny likes Jenny, every single one of these is gold so far. Uh, Jenny likes to talk about how wide I am. Uh, I'd insult her back, but I wouldn't want to offend that proud Nubian queen. Jenny uh, <laughs> trying to roast me for being white is like Trump roasting Cosby for rape charges. Man, a little hacky. Um, uh, oh, this one, this one's a little fucked up. I probably shouldn't say that one on the radio. I'm gonna. No, go right. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's unfair to call uh, someone like Jenny White. Uh, she's actually more red than she is white, uh, and my people should have put an end to her years ago. Okay, that was too much. <laughs> that was too much. All right, Florentina Tanase is in the audience, everybody. Uh, Florentina claims she's got olive skin. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a, a firm frown. No, uh uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, if that's true, uh, you can call me Wesley Snipes. Uh, my semen has more pigment than you, Florentina. Uh, Florentina complains about her marriage so much you'd think she got married strictly for the material. Uh, however, if that was true, she'd be funny. Uh, they said, uh, I haven't heard this much. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't know how, uh, what's more miserable, Florentina's act or her marriage. Uh, I haven't seen, I haven't heard of a marriage this happy since Lacey Peterson washed up on shore. Uh, <laughs> They say the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Well, the greatest trick Florentina ever pulled was convincing bookers that she's funny. <laughs> Ian Levy is here. Ian Levy, excuse me. Uh, Ian Levy is a beautiful name. In Gaelic, I don't know if you knew this, in Gaelic, Ian means gift from God. Uh, Levy means just kidding. Um, Many don't know this, uh, but uh, Ian was homeschooled, uh, which explains why none of his material is relatable. Uh, uh, but that's not true, actually. Uh, some of it is. Uh, we share something, which is wanting to fuck our teachers. Uh, okay, I don't know whether or not he wanted to fuck his mom, but I sure did. <laughs> All right, let's skip, a, let's skip ahead here. Um, oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Um, uh, hey, Brooke Heineken is here. Uh, yeah, we all like Brooke Heineken. Uh, she works for Google. You think with all that search engine power behind her, she'd be able to find a punchline once in a while? Oh! <laughs> She's actually quite funny. I don't she, know she, is, uh, she is quite funny. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing I find so funny about this, is that all of you assholes have been doing comedy for less than two years, and who the fuck do you think you are that you deserve a roast? When you haven't been doing comedy for two years and you deserve a roast? Oh no, keep going! <laughs> keep going, Cole Chapman! Oh, thank you. Uh, hey, uh... <laughs> Alright. Um, oh, how does this next... Oh! Greg Gettles here. Uh, we all know Greg. He is bald and white. Uh, never played pool with Greg. 
because uh, you'll never know which cue ball to hit, the one that's bald and white or the one that won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> ditch it, I won't. Um, ditch it, okay, Greg Gettle. <laughs> Greg Gretel is uh, pretty disgusting looking. He looks like Gollum joined a frat and then converted to Islam. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ditch it. Okay, here we go. That one was rad. No, no, that one's funny. <laughs> okay, no, I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Greg Gettle let me host o, uh, OMG a while ago, uh, and I guess I should thank him. That, that'd be a little weird. That's kind of like thanking Hitler for his restraint. A little, a little, a little, a little hecky. Um, all right, do we know Dan Lindley? Are we familiar with the Dan Lindley? Dan Lindley? Whatever. Dan Lindley, this is the last one. Dan Lindley is here, um, and something something weird happened to me the other day. Uh, I turned on my phone, it was a little bright, too bright, uh, so I put it to uh, the mode called Dan's Comedy Future, it shut right off. <laughs> Actually, no, this is... Uh, 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 Okay, now I feel like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no, that was actually really funny. It was funny. No, it's really me laughing. I'm sorry. It's really me laughing. That's a real laugh. That's a very funny joke. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, Katie Carnes. Uh, this, this will be the last one. Um, Katie Carnes is a former burlesque dancer, uh, headshot photographer, and arguably a comedian. Um, <laughs> Katie breaks the mold of comedy. She can go five minutes without ever telling a joke and leave audiences make. Uh, sorry, I meant uh, make audiences leave. Um, uh, Katie once told me her goal with comedy is to tell the truth. Uh, so here it is. Stick with the headshots. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think she I'm, does do great headshots. She does though. do great headshots. Uh, all right, I'm out of time. Uh, not, not really. I'm just done with the roast jokes. But uh, Pervert Pervert is going to... Oh, yeah. Pervert... Uh, well, I'll get off and then you... First, everybody clap wildly for Cole Chapman. Yay! Cole Chapman, la 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 la. And honestly, before Tim Pizza gets started, I find it completely ridiculous that you guys are doing a roast of a person that hasn't been doing comedy for two years. Yeah, no, like I saw how, that. How I much s- really is, is really, like how inflated are people's things? When I first started comedy, it took me like six and a half months to get my first showcase because back then you actually had to try hard and work real hard to get that. And now it's so ubiquitous that everyone new thinks that they're like, I've been doing it for a month and a half. City. I've been doing it for a month and a half and I'm amazing. You know what? Some of us have been in it for five years and we've actually been doing it. And you know what? No one's ever roasted us. No one's ever roasted me. But that's because I wouldn't want to be roasted. But like, I guess let's roast the people that are brand new that nobody knows. That sounds great. Yay. Hey, up next. This next guy is pervert fervor. He's been doing the whole thing not that i'm jealous or whatever i'm just like who the fuck do people think you are you just get to jump in and now you're suddenly great some of us have been doing this for a long fucking time and you could stand back and be like oh look they know what they're doing or you could just blindly go out and be boring and talk about tinder our next comedian he's been running the ones and twos the entire time he's pervert for he's also very funny he's part of the mutiny radio comedy festival everybody clap your hands wildly for timothy pizza There's some things doctors don't want you to know about hair growth. If you're bald and you wear a wig long enough, it'll eventually become your hair. Stuff that happens. Easter's coming up. It's when my family asked me to shake a rabbit to death in front of the children. I don't even care anymore about killing the rabbit or the kids. 
Cause fuck him. What am I doing there anyways? I'm gonna name it Lucky this year. I found out my girlfriend was lying to me and uh, she's 75 years old. I thought she had a skin disorder. Now I know how Lake Orville feels. You guys been following that? This current events. I watch the fucking news. You guys suck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yiggity, yeah. I want to get wheel shoes. Not roller skates, but like the one wheel where you can just like roll around like a pimp. Like, I'd go to prison because that'd be cool with wheel shoes. And I just like wheel up to the toughest guy and then like pull my dick out and then just wheel away backwards. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just being weird. I've had a weird day. I bought the new Apple TV with TVOS and it's freaking me out, man. It's like, what do you do? I'm gonna download an app to that shit and I'm gonna watch apps on my TV now. I feel like the fucking last seven minutes of Lawnmower Man. Did you not it? Do you really know what Lawnmower Man is? Stephen King for life! No, you don't. What are you like, 26? 28. 28. Okay, yeah, you don't know Lawnmower Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Who's the guy in Lawnmower Man? He's got that beautiful smile. Yeah, is he, but he makes a beautiful retard. William Hurt is a beautiful retard. Hey, Stokey's back. What's up, man? What's that baby on your t-shirt? Biggie? Biggie Small? Yeah? No shit. Yeah, yeah. You guys ever kill a drifter? Like, like just look him in the eye and strangle him while your kid watches? Exactly. Just choke him. And sob. Just tell him, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm choking you to death. But you're standing on the side of the fucking highway at this truck stop, and my son needs to learn a fucking lesson! Thanks, I'm Timothy Pizza. Timothy Pizza, everyone! Also, Pervert Forever, running the ones and twos, the Meagany Moogs for me and yous. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, surprisingly, not a full list tonight, which is why we went five minutes on everybody. And I know that's because, you know, it's supply demand. And now there's three open mics on a Friday during this time. So there we go. So that's going to be a thing. I, that's, so that's a thing, whatever. Uh, coming up at eight o'clock, we're going to have Pam Dassey's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, there are treats. There are soft caramel treats and hard Toffee treats with a chocolate outer filling. It's only $5 to hang out. It's going to be a hell hat. So we have all kinds of uh, things. You can fill it out. You, the audience, choose what's going to happen during the show. We have great comedians. Our headliner tonight is Roman Leo. So that's going to be exciting. So stick around, everybody. And uh, hey, we're going to listen to some more pervert, fervor, beepity boops and hang out. And uh, everybody have a good time. Thank you all for being here on the happy hour. Yay!
here we go. It's Sabrina. She's here. She wants to get on the mic. We're gonna get on it late. She's gonna do her thing. We're gonna love it. Right now, clap it up for Sabrina Miller. Yay! That's right, right, right off the street. And uh, that's right, right off the street and into your ears, so. <laughs> All right, fun fact about me. Um, well, before you start, just know your music backed. So this is going to be oh. backed the whole time by Pervert Fervor. So here oh, we go. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Back to Sabrina Miller. All right. All right. So fun fact, um, Al Gore and I are not two distant cousins. Uh, he wrote an inconvenient truth. I'm living it. Just ask my dad. It's like, seriously, Sabrina, stand-up comedy? Are you crazy? Why couldn't you just be transgender? It's like, you know, I'm proud to be transgender. Al Gore, decidedly pre-op, but we were born on the same day, March 31st, which wouldn't you know it, just happens to be the Transgender Day of Visibility. Not making this up. <laughs> Mom, Dad, how did you not see this one coming? For real. Um, on to the new jokes here. Um, all right, so some of my trans sisters, they want the complete female experience, and that includes having a period, you know, so they go online, they purchase a period panty kit or whatever, and, you know, shove some blood packets up their JJ and do, like, like I don't know, do extreme Kegels or something or whatever the YouTube tutorials recommend they do. And, like, I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you, okay. Like, why would I spend money on that? And it's like, why would I spend money on, like, pads and tampons when I don't have to? Like, I live in, I live in, I live in San Francisco, for God's sake. I was at Walgreens the other day. I was doing some research, you know? I was, I was, I went down the feminine hygiene aisle. And it was like, you know, I was looking at the boxes of tampons, not the generic, the good stuff. And I was like, shit, you know, if I was to buy one of these, you know, a box of these tampons, I'd be out, like, you know, two vanilla chai lattes. And I like my lattes. I don't want to cut back. A box of pads, that's that's easily like three transfer slips for the bus right there. You know, like I am like like I am like so glad that I I in a way that I don't have a period because like I'm poor. Cause it would it like it would really suck to have to choose between, you know, like, you know, bus fare and like, you know, actually having enough tampons. <laughs> Cause like you know, like, oh God, like, I know my luck. I know my luck, okay? I would be on the F train on Market Street, but the F train would come to a stop, and I'd be like, God, and then I'd realize it's that time of the month, that goddamn time of the month when the transit fare inspectors swarm. And then they, like, they, they come onto the bus, you know, like uh, immigration control enforcement. And, you know, and I'm like, God damn it. And then, like, the one transit fare inspector, she's like, Miss? Um, I'm gonna need to see proof of payment. And I'm like, um, just give me a second. And like, I start rooting through my purse, right? And like, I know I have this, the, the transfer slip in here somewhere, just give me a second. And I'm like, sorry, like, sorry, I, I, I must have misplaced it. And she's like, miss, I'm gonna need to see your ID, please. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, I got, I, I got an idea. So I start, I'm like, I go through my, start rooting through my purse. I'm like, I'm pulling out tampons, right? And I grab like a handful. I'm like, here you go, this has gotta be at least 250. Is that cool? Is that cool? Nah, she'd probably give me a citation slip anyway. I know she would. And, and I'd be like, are you, like, $120? Are you fucking kidding me? And then it becomes, like, the most expensive tampons ever. $120, holy shit. 
All right. Um, one final joke I want to test out. I want to joke workshop this uh, this joke early, and you know, it seems that you know, it seems like the odds for a lasting marriage are getting pretty close to the success rate for a personed mission to Mars. Yes, personed. I'm a feminist. Um, <laughs> And, you know, forget about the whole, you know, living together in an apartment, you know, test of your relationship. I think the ultimate test of a relationship is like traveling to the red planet with your significant other and the equivalent of a tiny metal space condos, zipping through space at thousands of miles an hour. It's like after six months, you are you're going to know what kind of relationship glue you've got. <laughs> it's like you get to Mars, you're going to know whether or not you've got Elmer's or epoxy on your hands. And uh, let me tell you, all right. The, uh, the filters can scrub out the carbon dioxide, but they can't scrub out the lies, or the sarcasm, or the cold stares. And like the, you know, let's let's just say Bob and Arlene are on the spaceship. Like Bob looks looks at Arlene. It's like, babe, like I'm sorry. It's like that browsing history is not mine. I swear to God. And she's like, I'm not talking about spicy Latinas five. I'm talking about finding like Journey on your playlist. Midnight train? Seriously? How can I ever trust you again? All right, let me close out with this classic one right here. Let's close out with transition milestones, um, like skipping makeup, realizing you're a conflicted feminist, and being asked if you have a tampon when you're in the library bathroom, very affirming. And let's not forget about that first ass and boob grace to help initiate you into the wonderful world of womanhood. Welcome to hell, population ladies. Yay! But some of my trans sisters, they think the biggest milestone is, uh, you know, gender confirmation surgery, aka the bottom surgery. You know, you know, journey's end, right? Nope. No, the journey never ends. I found this uh, found this out one morning when I was getting ready for work, and like my roommate pounds on the door. It's like the nerve, right? He's like, Sabrina, how much longer are you gonna be in there? You're not the only one who lives here, you know. And I'm like, chill, okay. You know, I'm almost finished. Besides, you're a guy. All you got to do is splash some water in your face, run a comb through your hair, spray a little axe on your taint, and voila. You've got society's stamp of approval to leave the house and go on and about your day. I'm a woman, okay? It takes me just a little bit longer. This did not go over well. Because, like, he barged in, and he pushed me to the side. Can you believe that? And I was like, fuck no. I pushed back. Then he glared at me. And like I glared back, it turned into this like weird staring contest, like that scene in Kill Bill, where Uma Thurman's character like sees Lucy Liu's character the for the first time after waking up from her coma. It was like, do 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 do. He was like, Sabrina, you and my stepmother have a lot in common. She can be as much of a cunt as you're being right now. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just call me? And he was kind enough to repeat it for me. Only with just a little more emphasis on the sea. So like I flipped him off, I rushed to my bedroom and I and I buried my head in my pillow and I cried. I was like, how could my roommate, my best friend, like who I thought was my best friend, call me a cunt? And then it dawned on me. I was like, wow, you call me a cunt. I really made it as a woman. Yay! Back to fam, everybody. Sabrina Miller, everyone! Yay! Yay! She's made it! She's a real cunt! Yay! Yay! And then yay! I'm so excited that you came last minute to round out this wonderful happy hour here with the very special pervert fervor! Uh, thank you guys all for being here tonight and for doing your sets live to live music so that we can practice for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. 
live music backed show. It's the second show on the third day. It's going to be a great time. I hope that you guys all buy your tickets now on universe.com. Thanks so much for listening to us. We'll see you next time here on the happy hour. Insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite. I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. 
Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRack. <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now brought to you by our generous festival sponsors alta california botanicals destiny's mom what a tomato produce company the law offices of john p strauss the third asiento frufruhot.com jankytown.org brooke heineken pervert fervor and trina roderick Asiento. This locally owned Mission neighborhood bar and restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. 
Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato. Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs... 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com It's crazy. It's a Pamtastics Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! It's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time. It's time. It's a very 